Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Hi, this is Andy Rooney. Do you ever wonder why anybody would listen to a replay of the Kimmer, much less the real show? No, seriously, be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 for the Kimmer, right here on News Radio 106.7. The Kimmer has a striking face. Well, thank you. The question eh? is, how many times was it struck? <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Yeah, I know. I had a fire in my face and they put it out with an ice pick. Sure, I. <laughs> thank you. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. Tough crowd. <laughs> I'm not a man. <laughs> I'm a monster. Uh, 12.06. What's going on? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. I'll run down what's happening today. But first, this was a day, 1994. Georgia's own rap singer, Lisa Left Eye Lopes set fire to Andre Rison's mansion. <laughs> Andre Rison, the former Falcons receiver, uh, she was his girlfriend, and they had a fight, and she said she burned down his mansion, <laughs> Country Club of the South. <laughs> you know how she did it? How'd she do it? She put his athletic shoes in the bathtub and set them on fire. <laughs> That'll do it. That was 1994. She got uh, probation. Probation, yep. And later she got she was killed in a, in a was it a traffic wreck? In a... Uh, Puerto Rico or Cuba or some somewhere Central America, Central America someplace in Nicaragua I don't know, and uh, Andre Bryson was later remember he fired a gunshot at the uh, at the uh, Disco Kroger. <laughs> it's, it's somebody he claimed somebody was after him or something was hassling him and he pulled a gun out and fired around into the into one of the buildings near the Disco Kroger parking lot or for some reason I don't know. God. Anyway, look out. It's only me, 1207, here on News Radio 1067. Uh, let's see, a couple of other things in the news for birthday type stuff. Uh, comedian Jackie Mason, 87 today. Uh, this was the day Richard Pryor set himself on fire, freebasing cocaine in San Fernando Valley, California, exploded in his face in 1980, and he was running down the street on fire. And he, he used to joke, You know, when you're on fire, you're running down the street, people get the hell out of your way. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. All right, I got it. It's only me. 1207 is only the camera on News Radio 1067. All right, we got a million things here today. <clears throat> oh, boy. All right, let's run down a few of them. I've got a, a quick animal story to start you off with here in just a moment, but uh, the more important things, of course, the Texas cop business and the pool party. Uh, uh, just in, apparently, uh, 14 white police officers yanked a three month old baby out of a house because it was black and beat the crap out of it with nightsticks. Just in. We'll have the video for you later. Just again, proving that this is what cops do to young children. Uh, let's see, the Brookwood High School kids. Have you ever heard of this duct tape on the road prank? I, I can't, I, I, I've never heard of this. Uh, and this is now a felony uh, juvenile problem, a felony, uh, what do they call it? A, 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 prank, a felony prank. Uh, these kids apparently put duct tape across roadways because when you run over it, it sounds like you just got a flat tire. 
So people pull over and to see if they have a flat tire, and it's just it's just a prank. But obviously it's dangerous, people pulling over in the middle of the night in a roadway thinking they have a flat tire or whatever. They did it to a, a five kids from Brookwood High School in Gwinnett County, did it to a cop car, and then one of them threw a log at the cop car when he pulled over. Now that seems to be a little stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, I know, let's stop the cop car and then throw a log at it. Nothing probably happened, you know. God, idiot. Oh man! So they're charged with terroristic threats. If you throw an if you throw a log or a br- cinder block or a brick or something at a car, it's a terroristic threat. You're uh, committing an act of terrorism against an innocent party. So I mean, you can that's serious stuff, my friend. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, the Cambodian TV show cruelty to a 13 year old girl, pretending to reunite her with her long lost mother. Pretending on TV. And then when they faked her out, they spent 10 minutes making fun of her. Yeah. Hmm? Cambodia. And Uganda. Oh, have you heard about this? This is hysterical. Uganda now is doing what's called, they're having what's called rap porters. Not reporters, but rap porters. They're doing the news in rap. Ugandan TV has hired young people to do what's called a news beat. And, for example, here's, what, here's one thing they say. They, this is the newscast in Uganda now. And here's where it goes. Uganda's anti-gay laws making news. Some countries have found it befitting to accuse. Uganda of treating gays as German Jews. Nothing to gain from this and more to lose. That's a news story. <laughs> here's, an- <laughs> here's another one. All around the world, this problem remains. The abuse of so far is keeping people in chains. Wrapped Kisika in a bulletin on graph. But lately, some signs of hope have made headlines of corrupt officials being handed heavy fines. <laughs> Uganda. I didn't know they had such a wacky sense. Of, isn't this Idi Amin's territory? <laughs> and then little Idi Amin? I mean, oh, my God. Maybe they, I guess they have to keep their humor somehow. Anyway, we got Jerry Seinfeld says he doesn't play college campuses because the kids are all weird. They're all politically correct. Well, we'll get we got sound bites and stuff and songs and a newsmaker line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. doctor. I didn't get a doctor out of this guy. Thank you. Um, also, uh, John Boy's selection of a, a newsmaker song from the past coming up at one thirty today. I have tickets to give away to see Boston at the Verizon Amphitheater Saturday, June thirteen. And here is Chris on News Radio one zero six seven. Chris, I had never heard of this duct tape trick. Have you known about this thing? Oh, we used to do it all the time, but it wasn't with duct tape. It was a heavy duty packing tape, and it was in our neighborhood. We'd hide underneath these bushes that surrounded mailboxes, and we'd go about, I don't know, 20 or 30 yards down the road, and we'd stick the tape sticky side up. Uh-huh. So when the cars rode by it, they'd grab the tape. You're exactly right. And they'd go, bah, 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 Yeah, bah, I can see where it's so, man. And nine times out of ten, they would stop right in front. And I'm, this is like 12 and 14 years old. And they would stop right in front of us, and they'd be walking around the car, and we'd be under the bushes giggling and laughing and just sitting there watching them. <laughs> we had a blast. But see, but, but, <laughs> you know, but who thought of that? I mean, who's yeah. the guy who finally said, hey, I know, let's get some sticky tape and put it across the road, and people think they have a flat tire. I mean, who thought yeah, of that? I don't I know where it came from, but we did it. Michael, if you're listening to me, you're cracking up right now. <laughs> we had a blast doing this. All right, Chris, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. And, again, we, we're not advising this it's dangerous if somebody pulls over or they swerve over and hit somebody or something i mean you know it's risky 
But it's just funny to think about it. But it is it's to risk him, and someone could you know you know some old lady driving along, and she goes, "Oh my God!" Uh, into a garbage can and up somebody's porch. You know, by the way, it's not a porch; it's a Mercedes. Anyway, twelve twelve on News Radio. You know that old joke, right? So we are going to beat the Russians. <laughs> yeah. Give it up, folks. Mike Aruzioni. <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio. 106.7. This is Regis Philbin, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yes, is brought to you by Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, sir? Who listens to the Steve McCoy Morning Show? <laughs> that prize closet is unbelievable. He's out of control. And now, here's your host for the time oh, being, Kim Peterson. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Where's Joy? Where's Joy? 1220, look out. It's only the Kimmer. Newsbreaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And this was the day in 1972, Columbia Records signed Cheat Springsteen. Oh, I'm sorry, Bruce Springsteen. To a, uh, that was right before he cheated on his lovely bride of about a day. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Johnny Depp, the actor's 52. Oh, by the way, did you hear about. Um, um, uh, um, oh, God, who's his model friend with the cat teeth, the fang teeth? Um, uh, no, no, the, uh, oh, God, Kate Moss, Kate Moss. Uh, Kate Moss, who, by the way, got thrown off an airplane because she, was, she had just come back from detox, and uh, she was uh, slugging down vodka out of a flask in her purse on the plane getting back on a trip home from detox. And the people on the plane were all taking selfie pictures of her. So she got so mad, she freaking lost out and just completely lost it. So they had to kick her off the plane, I guess. Anyway, uh, Kate Moss was Johnny Depp's girlfriend for years and years and years. Well, she has those fangs. She has cat fang teeth. And that's what you look at a picture of her when, smiling when she was like 20 years old. Man, she was gorgeous. And those fang teeth gave her, make her so sexy. Kate Moss, I'm, I'm telling you, she, there was a, Vanity Fair did a whole spread on her modeling career because of her fang teeth. She has cat teeth. She has cat fang teeth. And she's beautiful. I mean, they're beautiful. She's so sexy with those fang teeth. Now, you check it out. You think I'm nuts, I'm telling you. Anyway, Johnny Depp's birthday, he's 52. I hold everything. Here's the Newsmaker Line. Stan, we'll, we'll look at her picture in a second. It's the Newsmaker Line. Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Rodney calling for crying out loud. Are you kidding? It's tough, I'm telling you. Rodney, how you doing? What's well, tough, I man? tell you, I'm all right now, but last week it was in rough shape. Well, what you know? do you mean, Rodney? Now, last week I told my doctor, I said, Doc, every day I wake up, I look in the mirror, I want to throw up. What's wrong with me? He said, I don't know, but your eyesight is perfect. <laughs> Very dumb, you kidding? Perfect. Yeah, my dog found out we look alike. He killed himself. Right? I'm ugly guy. <laughs> Not attractive. No. Stuck my head out the window. I got arrested for mooning. It's very tough. <laughs> Yeah, this woman, Patty Ann, whatever her name is. Cassidy uh, or some stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, tried to kill herself by driving the wrong way down Georgia 400 on <laughs> yeah. a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Would it make more sense to drive the right way down Bankhead Highway at night? <laughs> I mean, that way you'd be the only one getting taken out. Are you kidding? <laughs> Bankhead Highway, it's getting worse over there. It's worse over there? Yeah, last night they had a drive-by stabbing. It's very tough. It's <laughs> a tough crowd. Tough over neighborhood over there, Bankhead. You see guys bowling overhead. It's very tough. You know? <laughs> 
Hey, the good news on the whole the whole crash and everything. Yeah, yeah. This time Kelly from B ninety eight point five was able to avoid the wrong way driver, so that's a good thing. Oh, that's good. Back in her own hey, it's my buddy over there. I want to go over there. It's my buddy. Hey Swanson. Swanson, that's right. I never can remember the guy's name that drove my boat. Thank you. Hey, the survey, forty six percent of married women think of somebody else during sex. Oh yeah, wow. Which makes sense in the case of the fantasy goddess since it was normally with somebody else. <laughs> no, no, that's a rule. Why try to conjure up an image of the Kimmer when you're looking right at Shannon's shop? And let me put it this way. Let me put it that way. Thank you. Hey, actor Matthew Broderick, did you see this, Kimmer? No. He's one of the first people to sign up for the $100,000 stud fee for American Pharaoh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker always wanted a baby sister. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get ahead of me here, all right? They want a long face. I don't know. Yeah, I just said that. Big news, big news. Denny Hastert is writing his memoirs. His memoirs? Denny, the yeah, former they're saying speaker? it could be a real page-turner. Hey, ho! Oops. Say what you will about Denny Hastert, though. Yeah. The guy was a real friend of the coal industry, you know? A friend of the coal industry? I heard he'd do anything for a miner. <laughs> <laughs> what a crowd, boy. <laughs> what a crowd. Thank you, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Denny would never, ever hurt a child. We're <laughs> <laughs> coming to bed now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Randy. <laughs> Look out. Mercy! Ay, ay, ay. Here we go. It's all to me. It's all to the giver. 1225. Uh, News Radio 106. We'll talk about this Texas thing. And also, I mean, really, the, the, you, you, this woman, Patty Ann Cressati, Kres, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, 67 years old, driving a 2009 Porsche the wrong way on Georgia 400 so she could kill herself. A Porsche? Yeah. A 2009 Porsche, 67-year-old mother and, uh, and wife wanted to kill herself, so she went on to 400 the wrong way to kill herself? That's not the way. What do you want to take a bunch of people with you? That's just attempted mass murder. What? I was I was there on four hundred when it happened. You saw it? Yeah, yeah. I was on. We did stories with me all weekend long about it. I'm um, not allowed to listen on the weekends. Yeah. I missed it. She yeah. came the wrong way down four hundred. She came southbound on the, on northbound, the northbound lanes. Yeah. Up against the the median emergency wall. lane, up against the median wall at a hundred miles an hour, hit the wall, flipped over onto another car. We were out on 400 for two and a half hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she, But, I mean, to try to kill herself by driving the wrong way on on 400? That's, I mean, it. maybe someone should just smother her in the hospital. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe one of her friends or family members could go ahead and uh, put her out of her freaking misery before she kills somebody else. Are you nuts? Are you kidding me? <laughs> They've arrested her for uh, reckless driving. How about attempted mass murder? Jeez, euthanize her. Let her go. I mean, she may, before she kills somebody. Really? God. All right, all right Stanley, I got like 20 seconds for the top of the news. Stanley, you're on the radio. My official, unofficial black guy. Hey, Stan. Hey, uh, Kimmer, this is the deal, man. When it, when it comes to those kids, when a cop walks on the scene, like the uh, cop caller said yesterday, they have to uh, uh, notch up whatever they're uh, approaching. And if he wasn't approaching a, a situation where he had to come out like the animated character, character the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, I got it. I'm sorry. I'm right till I took it for Tasmanian. This is Donald Trump, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. It's great. It's huge. 
Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I mean, to hell with a Kimmer. You don't want to miss a call from me. Hi, this is Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Kirk. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is yeah. brought to you by Barack Obama. Yeah, Only Barack. 18 months till he's out of a job. Yeah. You know, like all of his supporters. <laughs> you deadbeats make me sick. Easy, Kirk. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. I don't want to wish will of you there. But... Anyway, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 1236 on News Radio 1067. We'll get Stan back here in a second. Sorry, Stan. I made... I took a guess, and I guessed wrong. I didn't have enough time. This is the Stones, and it was on this day, 1969. Guitar player Brian Jones announced he was leaving the Stones because he did not agree with the band's musical direction. Brian Jones was replaced by Mick Taylor. A month after Brian Jones left the Stones, he was dead. Found dead at his home. Was it an overdose? Do we know... He was drowned it, mysteriously in his swimming pool. But they don't know whether it was a drug case or no. I, I didn't really ever hear whether. Involved, but there's always there been was, a, a murder mystery around yeah, it, too. Yeah, it was Brian Jones on uh, yeah, 1969. Also, a couple of birthdays. Actress Natalie Portman is 34. Uh, boy, did you ever see her in the movie The Professional with Jean Reno? Oh, man. Well, that's a hard... You ever see that movie, John Boy? Oh, it's called The Professional. It's about a killer who takes her under his wing because she's basically an orphan. And it's a, it's a, ho- a hard, hard, hard movie. It's hard to watch because there's violence against children. I mean, it's just, but it ends great. I mean, the ending, uh, it's a tough, tough movie. I won't tell you the ending, but you should see it. If you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's with genre. It's from probably 20 years ago. I mean, Gary Oldman's in it, too. Gary Oldman plays the bad cop. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Anyway, Natalie Portman, 34. And uh, this was the day. When uh, Walt Disney, in 1934, in an animated cartoon called The Wise Little Hen, this was the first day in 1934, Donald Duck was featured in a movie. I used to be able to do a... That's all I can do now. I can't do anymore. If it hurts, I can't do anymore. You know, I can't even whistle anymore. I think that's age. You believe that? I used to be able to go... You know, between where you... Now I can't do it. Oh, my God. That's, I'm a loser. I'm, I got nothing. I know. At 1237, 1230. All right, let's get back to Stanley. I got stuff to... <laughs> I got a lot of things to get on here. I'm running late. Hey, Stanley, I'm sorry to have uh, had to cut you short there. I thought you were going to talk about something funny about the duct tape, and I'd do it in a few seconds before the news that I guessed wrong. Anyway, welcome back. How you doing, sir? I'm all right. You know I'm a clatterfart. You know I can't talk for a short period of time. That's the first thing Pete Davis just said when I put you on hold. (laughs) He won't go anywhere. (laughs) Hey, but listen, man, the only thing I'm trying to say is whatever transpired to bring the cops there, that situation was over. And um, these, you know, kids uh, were, were moving slow, but they were dispersing. And he came in like an Alabama cop in the 60s. Just, just He was the only one out of all the cops and all of the people there that was going through all the craziness. It, you know, like I said, he, he reminded me of the Tasmanian devil. He come in there, roll in, <laughs> jump, you know, I mean, what happens when the Tasmanian devil comes? Everything goes, goes berserk. Well, he was know? definitely motivated. There's no question about that. But on the other hand, it depends on... Who's doing the seeing of this? And Stanley, thanks. I appreciate your point. Everybody, everybody's saying the same thing. The cop was, he went too far. Everybody, the cop went too far. Cop went too far. Well, not everybody agrees. In fact, here is a, is a witness who was at the pool party. It was chaos when he arrived there. And I think he kind of had to match that situation with a, a good amount of aggression to kind of calm the crowd down. The only people he were going after were people who just got up and started running. And 
and it wasn't just black kids. There was uh, a white female was one of the first ones I saw in handcuffs. Yeah, and then the crowd called for the cop to be fired. Hey, that cop! 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 Hey, that <laughs> oh, speaking of that, uh, uh, Brittany Griner has gotten an... Um, what? I'm just saying, everything was kind of related. I mean, you can't, you know, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, uh, Brittany Griner uh, has decided to get an annulment from her one-month-long-old marriage to Glory Johnson. And uh, Brittany went on ESPN and admitted that she just shouldn't have gone through with the marriage a month ago and now she wants an annulment she felt she felt pressured she just she really you know well, well she was very sad here's an actual here's a britney griner on espn i, I just want to be loved is that so wrong no, britney was very no, upset that's not what that's that was britney griner no, wasn't that's not oh it wasn't no, that's oh to hit the wrong button yeah oh oh this is oh this is britney griner prior to us getting married I knew I didn't want to. Oh, now, wait a minute. That's not Brittany Griner. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Are you sure this isn't? I just want to be loved. Is that so I, I swear to God, is that the, isn't that the same Prior person? Prior to us getting married, I knew I didn't want to. I shouldn't have went through with it. Shouldn't have and, went through with it? Uh, <clears throat> guess you never went to school. Talked to Lori about it, but, you know, sometimes you feel pressured into things, and I went along with it, and I know I shouldn't have, and it was, uh, it was a huge mistake, and... You know, I just knew it was a mistake. Yeah, anyway, so they had to fight at her apartment, uh, an argument at their purchased home in Goodyear, Arizona. And one of the sisters said they couldn't even pull them apart. They were having such a big fight. And so now it's annulled, and uh, the marriage of one month is... Oh, oh, we forgot one little incident. Apparently, Glory Johnson got knocked up. And uh, Brittany found out that all of a sudden her little friend was having a baby. And apparently it was not planned between the two of them. Well, but we don't know whether if Brittany didn't know about it. In other words, she was cheating on her with a guy. So I maybe not. I don't know. I just yeah, it's just too creepy. I don't know. Just I mean, you know. Well, it is. I'm sorry. It's just you know. And then and now another chick athlete, Hope Solo, maybe end up getting arrested after fighting off a couple of her relatives and trying to kill people or something. Yeah. Although it's a good thing they didn't kick her off the girls' soccer team yesterday because they won last night yeah. yesterday. And yeah. where were they? Where are they playing? Switzerland or someplace? Germany or Canada? Canada, that's right, yeah, anyway. Well, they're playing in Canada, they're playing Australia. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, anyway. All right, look out, it's on the camera, 1242. God, it's 1242. Hold on, Smokey, coming up to you, my friend. Yeah, maybe I smoke just a teeny bit too much hashish, but... (laughs) Now, wait a minute, speak for yourself, pal. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. I don't get it. Hi, this is Casey (laughs) Kasem, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Denny Haster. Oh, Denny Haster. One day, he's Speaker of the House. The next day, he's the new King of Pop. Hee hee. And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. If he had any decency, he'd take himself out, Denny Hastert. I mean, that's disgusting. Here's a guy, yeah, yeah. They do it with the Patty Ann on 400 when nobody else is around. How about that? And two birds with one stall in there. Uh, sorry, I mean, but come on, you're killing me here. Denny Hastert. What, what nerve, I mean, what absolute 
balls on this guy to be a coach and a wrestling coach and a teacher in school, molest little boys, and then have the unmitigated gall to run for and win a congressional seat and become Speaker of the House. One of the most important, like the second, third in line to the presidency after the vice president. I mean, my God, just unbelievable. And then where did he get the millions of dollars to pay off a bribe? He was a teacher. And went to Congress, and now he's got, what, $20 million? You know why? Because he was a lobbyist, and he lobbied extra people to make extra money to pay off his bribes. Wow. Yeah, that's your lobbyist in Washington from Denny Hastert. All right, this is uh, Blowfish, uh, Hootie, Hootie and a Blowfish, uh, bassist Dean Felber. Felber? <laughs> I barely even know her. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought I broke my Felber one. Jack. Yeah, I broke my Felber, Doc. <laughs> anyway, Dino is uh, 48, I don't know. Here we go. One twelve fifty two. Hey, there's the news mega line. Let's see who's on the old. And I got Brett coming up and Smokey. It's a news mega line. Good afternoon. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, <laughs> but if we shoot out the golfers, you know, they'll lock me up and throw away the key there. Golfers, you Greek golfers, not golfers. Is <laughs> this Sandy? That was pretty good there. <laughs> hey, Carl the Greenskeeper. How's it going, Carl? Well, you know, I mean, people think I'm an idiot because I mow lawns and stuff, but. <laughs> I have an opinion on this whole McKinney-Texas situation. Oh, yes, now, sir. Love to I hear it. I agree with uh, Stanley. You know, that cop out there, he handled the whole situation at the pool party wrong, in my opinion. Did, did, did he really? I mean, if if the cop had wanted the crowd to disperse, all he had to do was throw a baby Ruth par in the pool. It always works for me, you know? <laughs> I must say I found that video somewhat shocking, though. Did your video, video shock? They were there to swim. I mean, that was kind of unusual. <laughs> I think they proved that black people can swim sometimes. I oh, come on. I was just going to try to do a quickie. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. Do you hang up? Harry <laughs> is. Patty Ann Cressidy, you know, who yeah. tried to kill herself by driving yeah. the wrong way down Georgia 400. Yeah, wrong Patty Ann, yeah. I mean, wouldn't a midnight stroll through underground Atlanta have been just as effective and not endangered <laughs> other people? I mean, That's right. couldn't she have accomplished the same thing with a Twilight shopping spree over there at Atlantic Station? I mean, what was she thinking? It's easier for everybody. Well, next week, uh, Martin Keimer will try to defend his U.S. Open title. Oh, and golfing. Martin says the golfer that worries him the most is uh, Jordan Spieth, so I called him up, and I said, hey there, Martin, if uh, Jordan bothers you, I'll take care of him, and what you got to do is uh, cut the hamstring on <laughs> the back of his right leg. He'll never play golf again, <laughs> you know, because all of his weight displacement goes back, and he'll push everything off to the right. He's pushing everything. <laughs> Quit the game. Quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brittany Griner, I heard that uh, at a press conference. She yeah. seemed a little lost on why she asked for an annulment from Gloria Johnson. She there. seemed guess, lost, did she? Yeah. yeah, I guess she couldn't put her finger on it. You know, isolate <laughs> the, the reason, reason for, for the split. I mean, the separation. Well, the separation uh, of the, of the yeah, two Yeah, I mean, I guess after all the arguments, fighting, and back and forth, she was just kind of bush. So she just said just that really was really amateurish, sure. <laughs> Where's my thesaurus? <laughs> no, apparently <laughs> A wide canyon had evolved between them over the Well, they time, certainly you know. didn't agree with each other on everything. Yeah, you know, think, people think I'm an idiot because I mow lawns. Chinch bugs. Manganese. Not people don't even know what that is. <laughs> Part of Nitrogen. Plan, you know. <laughs> Can't be honest. Thank you so Maybe much. they weren't there to swim. I'm still not I sure about that one. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. <laughs> Carl the Greenskeeper. Oh, there you go. Look out. Oh, mercy. 1255. All right, let's get Brett the truck driver. News Radio 1067. How's it going, Brett? 
Hey, Trucker's uh, got a horn in the camera. How's it going, man? What's up? Oh, pretty good, camera. Hey, uh, you mentioned that movie, The uh, the Professional Logo. Yeah, yeah, the killer movie, yeah. Hard is that movie. The one where, is that the one where Gary Oldman's uh, character... He's the cop. The young boys had to shake hands. Oh, very funny. <laughs> Everybody's got to get into the act. All right, 12.55. Let's get to uh, Smokey on News Radio 1067. Hi, Smokey. Thank you for holding. We appreciate it. What's up? Oh, no problem. How's it going, man? Good. Me, yes, sir. The, the guy, the guy uh, he was suspended for two reasons. Oh, what, what, are we talking about the cop? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. He was suspended for two reasons. One. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's totally great. Oh, and green, is that what he said? One, he pulled out the gun. Yeah. And second, he had his daughter's white socks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have priorities, Smokey. <laughs> that ought to be a good one right there. Oh. Every time he took a step, you could see all the white socks. You know, you just can't have nice things anymore. That's all. <laughs> Smokey, I got to go. You're killing me, man. There you go, Smokey. By the way, Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's kid, who's a, in his own, he's, he's taken care of all the Billy Graham Evangelistic Associations and Samaritan's Purse. Uh, he is now taking all of his banking money out of Wells Fargo because Wells Fargo featured an ad with lesbian couples. So Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son, Franklin, says, I'm taking all my money away from Wells Fargo because I don't agree with their same-sex marriage advertising. Uh, and people say, oh, what's the big deal? Just a... Well, <clears throat> the total for the uh, Billy Graham crusade and the Samaritan's Purse totals $500 plus million dollars. Half a billion dollars he's taken out of Wells Fargo because of their advertising. Putting his money where his mouth is. All right, more coming up. 1257 on News Radio. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. We don't want to say that Kimmer's a little slow, but he believes Cheerios are donut seeds. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Oh. Look out, it's only me, 105. On News Radio 1067, it's only the Kimmer. Here's our number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And we're giving away tickets, two tickets to go see Boston at the Verizon Amphitheater a week from Saturday, June 13th. Two tickets, Boston, Verizon at 2 o'clock. It's 105 at 2 o'clock after the news. We'll open up the phone lines, 844-404-1067. And uh, Pete will determine, I think we'll do, maybe do a, a color contest of uh, guessing a color of something or other, and we'll uh, have more about that at 2 o'clock. This is the Steve Miller Band, and Steve Miller's former home in Williams, Oregon, is now added to the National Register of Historic Places. Not because he lived there, but it's an outstanding example of post-World War II modern-style architecture. 
Winifred Scott Wellington designed the Lippincott House, built in 1951. Steve Miller owned it from 1976 to 1986. Now it's a nonprofit botanical garden and community center. Williams, Oregon. Steve Miller's former house. National Landmark. Uh, a couple of other historical notes. Back to the phones. Uh, this is the day, 1992. Ben Vereen. You know who that is, John Boy? Ben Vereen's famous singer-dancer. Uh, no. Uh, entertainer, basically. No. Uh, yeah, he, he was uh, He was like Sammy Davis Jr. He Roots. Yeah, he was in Roots. That's right. I mean, he was a pretty well-known guy. Anyway, in 1992, I think it was on his bicycle. Or was he walking? I think it was maybe he was walking down the road in the, in the dark. And a record producer named David Foster ran over him with his truck. And he almost killed him. He's, in, in fact, I think he's still messed up. I don't know if he can still even walk around very much. But Ben Vereen almost died in 1992 on this day. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? A couple of things. Get back to the fawns. Uh, let's see. This was the day. In, oh, this was a bad day in history. 1943, the federal government began withholding income tax from your paycheck. Uh. And if the reason I say that, John Boy, you know why that was a disastrous day for taxpayers? Uh, you didn't get as much money up front? No, because you and all of a sudden didn't start thinking about having to pay your taxes. Uh. Think what it would be if, at, if April, every, April 15th you had to write a check for what you owed for your taxes the year before. But <laughs> they wouldn't have it. Nobody'd have it. <laughs> there wouldn't ha- there wouldn't be any there'd be a revolt. If a, you know if a, if a person makes $50,000 a year and he spends $15,000 in taxes, you know 50 grand these days is not very much to feed a family and if all of a sudden you got to come up with like 12 grand every fa- April 15th out of your saving, I mean nobody would be able to do it. And there would be a revolt. They'd say, oh, we're going to have to lower the tax rate. This is outrageous. But the reason they did it was so you, you wouldn't feel the pain as much. Yeah. So every paycheck, the Democrats, 19, this is 1943. Let's see, who was in office then, golly? Oh. Let's try to think. Was that Ronald Reagan? No. Oh. Richard Nixon? No. Hmm. I don't think it was Eisenhower. It was Eisenhower. Oh, no, no, golly. Yeah, that's why they passed it in 1943. And ever since then, we've been getting screwed. And nobody's going to do a damn thing about it. If they went back to taking it out of your paycheck one time a year... I guarantee you our taxes wouldn't be anywhere near as high as they are right now. But, hey. Also, just in, Vincent Bugliosi is dead. Now, you know what this is, right, John Boy? You know Helter Skelter? That's the Beatles, isn't it? It's the Beatles, but the... the you know what the... I said, you know what the word? It's kind of hard to talk with it. Jeez. <laughs> no. Helter Skelter uh, was the name of a book that, he, that Vincent Bugliosi wrote as the Charles Manson prosecutor. And the case, the book was called Helter Skelter about prosecuting Charles Manson, and it was the, the author was the prosecutor of the Charles Manson case, Sharon Tate murders and six other people in August 1969. Uh, he wrote the book. He was a prosecutor, and he, uh, Vincent Bugliosi just passed away at the age of 80. Um, let's see. Uh, you know why he called it Helter Skelter, then? Uh, because that's uh, Manson's... Uh, wasn't, didn't he write it in, in a tattoo or something? Or it was a, the Beatles song on the White Album, and Manson thought the Beatles were speaking oh, to him. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. The Beatles came first, and it was Manson who thought that that, yeah, that was a message to him. Really? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Charles Manson, you know, carved a swastika in his own forehead. So, I mean, you know, we can probably write off his mental stability real quick. You know, man. Anyway, here we go. All right, 844 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. A 1067. Oh, before I forget, have, did you see the video on the network news of Governor Cuomo of New York going through the tunnel 
at the prison where those two guys broke out. He actually had cameras. He wanted to show how they did it. So the governor himself, can you imagine the ego on this guy? So the, all the network news had Governor Cuomo now showing how the inmates escaped, climbing up the So they show Governor Cuomo ch- crawling through the manhole cover, uh, climbing up into the ad, into the six-foot, uh, six-story high wa- catwalk. Is, oh, man, come on. Action governor. Hey, action governor. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, oh, and also, uh, did you hear about this? The two killers who got away, uh, they broke out of the prison, and that same night before it was known, or that early morning before it was known that they had had escaped, uh, a couple who lived nearby, one of the homes nearby, and this is a very isolated area. They call it Little Siberia because it's such, so much in the wilderness, right up near the Canadian border. Anyway, this couple that lived in that wilderness saw two guys uh, cutting through their yard. And the couple went outside and yelled at him, hey, get off my lawn, to the two murderers who just broke out of prison. (laughs) Now, I'm thinking, boy, today they got to be going, oh, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. (laughs) Can you imagine, you know, telling two murderers, hey, get off my lawn. (laughs) Sure, sorry, no problem. And they apparently were carrying a guitar case. Which is the assumption now is that that's where they held their power tools or their escape mechanisms or whatever to get out to cut through steel plates and everything. It's unbelievable. But they're still, I guess they're still looking for them. They're still gone, right? Aren't they, as far as I know? I think they're both on the loose. I haven't heard anything. Anyway. Also, well, let's wash our ears out with this. And we've got Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. And tickets at 2 o'clock. Uh, you're going to have to guess the color of something. We'll tell you more about that later. Uh, in um, in New York State, the Wildlife Conservation uh, Conservation Society has sent out a baby announcement. It's a boy, a southern pudu fawn, the world's smallest deer species, was just born at the Queens Zoo in New York. He'll soon be munching on leaves and grain and kale and carrots and hay, but he's not going to grow up really theoretically very much because southern pudu deer only get a foot tall, full grown. When they're born, they're six inches high and weigh less than a pound. And they grow to less than a foot high, baby deer. I'm just falling to a zoo. 112, 112. What part of your job exactly is groping my ass? That's our human resources director. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Here we go. This is Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, Jerry. And this portion of the <laughs> Campaigners Show is brought to you by Lena Dunham. Le- oh, hey, my. Lena, <laughs> just once in your life, could you order the small cone, please? <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Jerry Seinfeld, who says he will not play college campuses anymore. Either will Chris Rock or Larry the Cable Guy. Seinfeld says he won't do shows on college campuses because the kids today are too politically correct. He says, I hear it all the time. Don't go to colleges. They're so PC. Jerry Seinfeld says kids and teens, college age and teens, don't understand what it means to throw around certain politically correct terms. They just want to use these words. That's racist. That's sexist. That's prejudice, man. Is they don't know what the blank they're talking about. In fact, Jerry had a conversation with his wife about their 14-year-old daughter, He says, my wife said to the daughter, well, you know, in the next couple of years, I think maybe you're going to want to be hanging around the city more on the weekends, you know, so you can see boys. The daughter said, that's sexist. 14. 
And Jerry says, you know, it's just you just can't go to college because they're just kids are nuts. I mean, they're just politically correct, and they're all, oh, that's racism, man. That's racism. That's sexism. How you know, is live a life first. How about that? When we were young, it was the adults say, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't talk about that subject. Now it's the kids exactly. telling us we exactly. can't say something. Yeah. By the way, this is that's Eminem, but I can't play much because there's a bad word coming up here. Anyway, that's Eminem, uh, who on this day in 2000, rapper Eminem, was charged with brandishing a gun at a member of the insane clown posse. Probably just on general principle because of the stupid name. But anyway, uh, that was just a couple of days after he got arrested for using a gun to smash in the head a guy who was kissing his wife. <laughs> I don't need anything wrong with that. All right, I got well, 120 on News Radio 1067-844-404-1067. Vincent Bugliosi just died. He was a Manson prosecutor and a true crime author, wrote the Helter Skelter book about the Manson trial. Uh, the Manson trial, after killing Sharon Tate and six other people in August 1969, they, the killers dipped into the blood they had spilled and crawled the word pig on the door at the scene of the Tate killings. The next night at the home of the uh, LaBianca murders, uh, he owned a grocery store chain, and Mrs. LaBianca, the killers used the victim's blood to print death to pigs and rise and helter-skelter, uh, which the scrawl meant to be helter-skelter after the Beatles song. For Charles Manson, the term came to symbolize an Armageddon war between whites and blacks, which he wanted to help foment by committing these murders. Bugliosi at the time wrote, he said, uh, when he got to trial, I didn't realize how small Charles Manson was. He's five foot two. But he had the incredible power to command others to kill for him. The jurors all decided they should all die in the gas chamber. And then the California Supreme Court overturned the state's death penalty, so there would be no more capital punishment in California after that for a while. All right, anyway, 121 on News Radio 1067. Um... Uh, i got a news bank line coming up here. Let me quickly go to Pam first off while we're waiting for that. Hi, Pam. Welcome to the Kimber Program. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh, you know, you were talking about the lady driving the wrong way on 400. Yeah. My problem today is bicyclers riding next to each other on the road with double lines and curves. I live way out in the country with cattle farms and horse farms, and it's so pretty in Coweta County. Yeah. But bicyclers, they have a race down that road every once in a while, but they put up signs and block it off. And today, I got behind a group of them, I guess, for practicing for one of those things. And they were riding one set of them side by side. I was yeah. in a curve in a double lane. Yeah, and the speed limit is probably 45. And they're, yeah, the 45-mile-an-hour speed limit, they're doing nine or six. Yeah. I mean, I, every yeah. weekend, every Saturday and Sunday they're out, when I go to see my Jack the Good by my horse up in the stable up in Crabapple, Hickory Flat-type area, and they're all over the road, and you can't pass them because it's a double-solid line and one-lane road each way, and they're going up hills and stuff, so they're going four miles an hour, and the speed limit's 45. So people get ticked off and you try to pass them on the curve. Uh, it's brutal. A it's, lady got killed last Saturday out here. Well... There you go. She fell off into oncoming traffic. Oh man, uh, Pam, it's we got We all have to watch out for them. Unfortunately, you can't do anything about it. But they're just you know they're just so damn rude, and they think they're on the stinking road. <laughs> oh, wait, there's the news breaker line. <laughs> See who's on the old news breaker line. Good afternoon. All I want is a damn hammer, Kimber. This is Hank Hill calling. Where's the hardware section? Can't you tell me that for God's sake? Thanks, Hank. little help over here. Thanks, Hank. How you doing, sir? Man, I thought I was low man on the totem pole here at Strickland Propane, but I mean, yeah. 
Steve McCoy gave away a new car. Michael Graham's going to broadcast for two days in Washington, D.C. at the station expense. Yeah, yeah. And Kimmer's still waiting for a box of staples to be approved. <laughs> All I want is a box of staples. <laughs> My last boss gave me nine when I needed them. Nine! Yeah, to, to call the Kimmer an afterthought is an insult to afterthoughts throughout the world. <laughs> Good news, I do understand management is preparing for a Kimmer remote broadcast. Oh, is that, I didn't hear, really. What the... Since there's only a remote chance that he'll be broadcasting <laughs> after the 15th of this month. I got you. Thank bada you. Bing, bada bada boom. boom. This crazy woman. Uh, Patty Ann. about Pam. Not thinking about Pam, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Michael Pam, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> She actually provided the escort for Patty and Cressida, you know. <laughs> I think her and uh, Cleta Winslow, the councilwoman, were in a motorcade going the wrong way down Georgia 400. <laughs> that would do it. Trying to kill herself. Would it have made more sense for her to just uh, hack off Suge Knight, Mookie Blaylock, or Tony Stewart, Kimmer? I mean, <laughs> of mad for a week. I hear Tony has a new car that'll knock your socks off. Yeah. Oh! As well as your glasses, your hat, and your right ear. <laughs> Yikes. Hangman witnessed the whole thing, I understand. Yeah, he course, saw the whole thing. He's used to seeing people drive the wrong way like the siding doctor guy trying to get the hell out of his driveway <laughs> when he's come home early. Hey, did you hear about the new Star Wars sequel? Peggy and I are looking so forward to really, it. Really, the new sequel, but I didn't hear what the... It features a new character... Hope Solo, may the force of this punch be with you. <laughs> you know the best thing about being Hope Solo's nephew, Kimmer? No, what's that, sir? The tooth fairy comes way early. <laughs> she beat the crap out of us. <laughs> you know what Hope says when she tells her nephew a joke? No, I don't, sir. Cover me, John boy. Hey, you'll get a kick out of this one. A kick out of it? Oh! <laughs> the savage, I'm telling you. <laughs> Which is the same thing Falcon Lineberger, backer Prince Shembo, says to Yorkshire Terrier. Oh. Hey, you'll get a kick out of this. Oh, my. <laughs> Giving the phrase pooch kick a whole new meaning. Great. <laughs> <laughs> he flies through the air with the greatest of ease. Great to be on the show. Uh, thank you, Hank. Always glad to help. Always. All I want is a damn hammer. <laughs> Some things you did not know about the movie Young Frankenstein. All right, and we just made John Boy see that not long ago. Uh, let's see. Early on, we hear the exact same conversation repeated in both English and German. When he's going on the train to New York, he hears an American couple bickering. In the next scene, Frederick, now in the Transylvania-bound locomotive, witnesses a European pair having the identical word-for-word exchange in German. <laughs> it's kind of a joke that you didn't know if you didn't know. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, the, one of Igor's, or Igor's, best moments inspired a hit Aerosmith song, Walk This Way. When he's going down the steps, he says, walk this way. No, walk this way. Marty Feldman's Igor instructs his master, that's Igor, who receives a copy of the Hunchback Shuffling Gate. Stephen Tyler found it so hilarious, he repurposed it as the title of a track about high school lovers. Wow. Is that unbelievable? Young Frankenstein, walk this way, is how Aerosmith got the title to that song. Huh. Anyway, and by the way, several props had appeared in other uh, Frankenstein uh, films back in 1931. 
They're used in the in the young, young Frankenstein by Mel Brooks and uh, ah, so much. Anyway, look, it's one twenty-seven. I got newsmaker lines coming up. Uh, John Boy's song coming up right after the one thirty news. A, a selection of memory of from the past of the newsmaker line songs. The library coming up next with the Kimmer and our giveaway. Our tickets at two on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Man, that Kimmer guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnack <laughs> the Magnificent. <laughs> and this portion of our train wreck is brought to you by <laughs> Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake. How would you describe Michael J. Fox sunbathing? And now here's your host, Charlton Heston. <laughs> In fact, we want to celebrate Michael J. Fox today. It's his birthday. He's 54. <laughs> If you can't have a little fun with the birthday boy, who could you have fun with? Michael J. Fox, 54. Patricia Cornwell, the very famous mystery writer. Patricia Cornwell is 59 today. And writer, producer, and former cokehead Aaron Sorkin is 54. Just for the record there. Also, this is Lady Gaga. Uh, yeah, whips and chains excite you, did they, lady? Lady Gaga is collaborating now with New York's governor, idiot Andrew Cuomo, the action governor. <laughs> Uh, she's. They published a joint op-ed piece in Billboard magazine urging lawmakers to extend a sexual assault policy at the state's public universities. They wanted to go to private schools as well. Their policy, which Lady Gaga and the governor are extending, requires clear affirmative agreement between partners before you are intimate. Uh, pardon me, my lady, but must I perhaps uh, grab the lovely left-handed melon for a little wantonness of happiness for 12 seconds? Uh, yes, that would be fine. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, come on. Get it off. You can do it. <laughs> well, no, that's out of context. <laughs> lady Gaga. Yeah. This is Rihanna. Oh, well, whoever. <laughs> Same thing. Right? What's, the, what's the difference? <laughs> All right, look out. It's one of the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I have calls coming in and newsmaker lines uh, sponsored by the Siding Doctor shortly. I didn't get a doctor out of either doctor. one of you guys. Oh, sorry. Thank you. I had a slight advisor, you know. But first, <laughs> but first, yes, it's time once again. For John Boy's flashback musical memories for the Newsmaker Vault. Here on News Radio 1067. John Boy, it's all yours, my friend. Here we go. This is life in daily life for uh, Kimber. Here we go. All right, sir. Here we go. Duck Kim was waiting, anticipating some recognition that ain't coming his way. <laughs> Soon he'll be waiting for the man with the van as Christmas will suck again. <laughs> Christmas Nobody will suck again. Know him, respect they don't show him. Acts for promotion, they will laugh in his face. Everybody phoning over Michael Graham <laughs> as Kimmer is snubbed again. <laughs> He's right here. <laughs> You never know it, though it's been over a year. No CD. 
Anecdotal proceeds, they would help to buy some toys for me, the girls and boys. Then make this December the one to remember. Turn in your key card and clean out your desk. Kim is waiting for the man with the van because he's leaving town again. Bye bye, Kim. I feel horrible. Terrible. Totally out of context. Uh, yes, it's true. It's true. Here, just the memories. Uh, frequently, uh, we'll, at 1.30 in the afternoon, we'll have John Boy pick out a, a Newsmaker Line song from the past. Just because they're so good, we just don't want them to sit there in the archive and not be heard. Uh, a couple of weird things in the news you may not have heard. Uh, in China, doctors have operated on a fellow named He from Xinjiang province in eastern China who complained of intense pain in his abdomen. So they did a CT scan, revealing that his left kidney had some kidney stones. Now, kidney stones are nothing to fool around with. I mean, remember when Pete, Pete had kidney stones, and, I mean, it, it's like, they say it's worse than, worse than childbirth. Yeah. Anyway, this, uh, this guy from China, Xinjiang province had kidney stones, so the doctors opened him up, and they found 420 ah. kidney stones. He eats nothing but tofu, oh. and tofu because of I don't know if it's the dairy something or there's something in tofu that leads to ki- 420 kidney stones, and they and and Pete can tell you this this is the worst thing you can imagine, right? I mean, I, you, you still feel that way, right? Yeah. In fact, oh God, I think I'm maybe having one right now. Oh, no. oh, get that bucket over here. Hand me that, hand me that pail. All right, hold on. I'm thinking. God, is this this could be a this could be a this could be a kidney stone. I, 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 Oh, oh, man, that hurt. Wow, I can see, Pete. That was really painful. Oh, hold on. I got got another one. Out, out, out. Oh, boy. That was... Oh, man, I'm starting to sweat. That was really... Oh, hold on. Now, wait. No, I get the bucket. Bring the bucket back. I feel another one coming out. Man, I'm glad that's over. Wow, that hurt. Woo, Okie dokie. Alrighty. I'm not a man. <laughs> <laughs> 140s our time. Yes, it's true. Uh, the, the you know, this business about the Texas cops. We can talk about that some more. It's just it, everything's getting out of control. Everything's getting out of control, mostly because of social media. But not everybody realize, uh, pretends that the cops were just nothing but doing bad stuff. The first person they arrested was a white girl, by the way. Um, and, oh, and I tell you, before we do that, let's get to Joey because I think Joey can uh, can refer to what we were just going through here in the old uh, Kimmer studio. Hello, Joey. Welcome aboard. Hey, Kimmer. How yeah. are you today? Good. I'm uh, feeling better now after those stupid kidney stones, man. That was brutal. <laughs> Damn. You, you joke about it, but it will bring you to the floor. Like, I've had my leg amputated and dealt with kidney stones. Kidney stones. I would I would rather have my other leg amputated than have to deal oh, with Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. It brought me to the floor in a truck stop, and it's just, it's horrible. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I know it. Now, did, did they get rid of them by shattering them with that with that sound wave business they, they used? Did. They did. They did that. They put me to sleep, and but even two days after that, it was still like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> well, Joey, I'm glad you're all better now. Sorry about the leg. You know, I, don't, I mean, I didn't want to get around to it, but you know. Uh, oh, by the way, John, but we have two projects for you. I'll do this Texas. We'll talk about the Texas cops here in a second. Uh, two projects for you. Uh, two more movies to watch. 
Dog Day Afternoon. With Pacino. With Pacino. And uh, the guy who played uh, Fredo on The Sopranos. I mean, not Sopranos, The uh, Godfather. Godfather. Okay. Uh, and also Annie Hall. Have you ever seen Annie Hall? No, no, I haven't. I you look know. like you've never even heard. Of, you ever never heard of the movie Annie Hall? I feel like that's. Uh, oh, why am I forgetting? His Woody name? Allen. Yeah, Woody Allen. Yeah, it is. Now Woody Allen is a pervert who I believe actually did you know fall in love and molest his uh, adopted daughter Soon Yi, uh, much to uh, what's her name's uh, uh, demise. But uh, Annie Hall is a cl- is a classic, weird, strange movie that you really ought to see just okay. to put in your repertoire. And it's on tonight. Both uh, Annie Hall and Dog Day Afternoon are on back to back on TCM tonight. Uh, I don't know, probably eight, eight, seven, probably eight o'clock. I'm guessing. Uh, TCM Annie Hall and Dog Day. And you, you tape them if you can do it or DVR or whatever. If you if you can't either, because they're definitely worth seeing. Nice. Uh, and especially Annie Hall, even though you may hate Woody Allen, uh, Annie Hall really is a, a silly, it's a crazy, stupid, silly kind of a movie. All right, one forty two. We're late here. Hey, we yes. Get off the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, look out now. Hello out there, Bullwinkle here. <laughs> Hi, Bullwinkle. And this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, Bada Bing, Bada Boom. Bada Bing, Bada Boom. Describe Mrs. Bill O'Reilly being dragged up an escalator. <laughs> yeah. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know why the cavemen never dragged their women around by the heels, right? 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's 1.50. 2 o'clock, we're giving away the tickets to go see at the Verizon Amphitheater, Boston. Uh, Saturday, June 13th, week from the Saturday, Verizon Amphitheater. Uh, we have two tickets giveaway at 2 o'clock. We'll ask you a color question. Guess the color of something or other coming up here, too. Um, oh, and Betty's going to help us with a nurse here, uh, helping in just a second. This was the day in... A.D. 68, the year 68, Roman Empire Nero committed suicide, ending a 13-year reign. And he fiddled while Rome burned, apparently a true story. That's all they say. All right, anyway, let's get back to the phones. And we got a newsbreak line coming up here. Real, In fact, I'll tell you what, Betty, if you can hold on, we're talking about the kidney stone thing for a second, which we'll... And I also want to tell you more about that incredible prank on Cambodian reality television. Absolutely despicable. But first, it's a newsmaker line. Let's use the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. You know, Mr. Heston, well, I was thinking. Yes. I, what was I thinking? Oh, yeah. Well, Burl uh, Ellis' second trial is underway. You know, that's yeah. going to present a real challenge to the former DeKalb CEO, Mr. Heston. A real challenge, sir? Well, I mean, how the hell is Burl going to offer jury members more money to throw the case and they could risk, get risk-free tomorrow morning on the Steve McCoy show, you know what I mean? Just by listening, they can be millionaires. It's awfully nice of Steve to skip a prize break this morning so Michael Graham can get first-class tickets to D.C. plus a week at the Mayflower Hotel at the station's expense. Well, Kimmer got his God-blessed Barry Manilow tickets full <laughs> Hey, folks, here's a guy who knows where his bread is buttered. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, Drew Peterson was really angry with those Brookwood High School students, uh, Mr. Who, Heston. Who, who pulled that prank? Why was Drew Peterson master? He said, what a perfectly good waste of duct tape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Designed to silence victims, damn you. It's a real <laughs> reason for it. roadway wasted. <laughs> See, these are all known as jokes. These are... <laughs> <laughs> Denny Hastert, boy, he didn't do
do himself any favors in court today, Mr. Oh, well, what happened? I didn't hear him. Oh, when the the DA gave a detailed description of Denny Hastert's abuse of a young male wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Then he said, would you mind repeating that for old time's sake? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the last thing. Happy memories. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now it's time for a visitor from the East. Yes. The amazing yeah. Charnack the Magnificent. Charnack the Magnificent, sir. The answer is Butch Harmon and a Las Vegas stripper. Butch Harmon and a Las Vegas stripper. <laughs> Name two people who could straighten Tiger out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a golf swing. A sippy cup. A sippy cup. What does Hope Solo's nephew use after a broken jaw? <laughs> <laughs> He's an animal. <laughs> the Kimmer Show and Global Warming. The Kimmer Show and Global Warming. Name two things you can't prove actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> in the sales department. <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the last time. Oh, below. thank God. Thank God. Thank you. May your only son get a cactus in trouble. <laughs> Ow. The answer is missed it by that much. Missed it by that much. What did Lindsey Vaughn say to Tiger Woods? <laughs> I'm not sure what this would mean. I don't even really know what that. They did come away with a broken tooth. I don't know. <laughs> Great Thank you so much. He missed one by how he much? Missed him I... by that much. Just that much. Thank you so much. You thought the woman on Georgia 400 was going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Call the Kimmer after the show for an explanation. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Charlton Estud right here with the Kimmer. Oh, mercy. Right, let's get to the phones. Here's Betty on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Betty. Thanks for holding. How's it going? It's going fine. Um, I worked for a homeopathic doctor for 10 years, uh-huh. and this is the way a person can get rid of stones. Oh, excellent. It. Yes, ma'am. Um, first of all, if you're a diabetic, you can't do this. But you go to the store, and you get a six-pack of canned classic Coca-Cola. Canned then, classic Coke, okay. Yeah, and then you get a small can of asparagus. Okay. Now, you have to drink that Coke in two hours, so every 20 minutes you have to drink a Coke. And the best way to do that is to get a very large glass. That way you only have to do two of them, you know, because it'll take you a long time. All right, but it's a six-pack of Coke, is that what you're saying? Yeah. A six-pack of canned Coke, classic Coke. You drink that down, okay? In two hours. In two hours. Now, you're going to get loopy because you've got an awful lot of caramel in your body now. And sugar, too. Yeah. yeah. So okay. you don't want you want to, don't want to do this on a full stomach either because you will vomit. Okay, that's not good. However, okay. it's a lot better than the pain. Yes, ma'am. And what then about you, the asparagus? Then, when you finish that, you open the asparagus and you puree it with the the liquid that's in it, and you drink it. And it's you know what happens then is it starts to break down the stones and you'll start going to the bathroom and it'll be cloudy and cloudy and cloudy and it'll break it up and you will pass the stones but it won't hurt you like it would if you didn't do anything no no really six pack of classic coke by can drink it in two hours uh, uh, and and then drink uh, mash up the uh, asparagus in a can and mash it up and drink that with a juice in it 
throw it through a blender. Wow. What happens is people who have stones have a tendency of repeating it. You you can get stones a lot if you drink a lot of tea yeah. and if you eat a lot of chocolate. Okay. I mean, if you eat a lot of chocolate. But it really works because my husband has a tendency of getting it, and patients would call me all the time, Betty, wait a minute, I know there's something that I can take. And, and that really works. Well, that's Betty, thank you. We appreciate it. There you go, homeopathic recipe. Betty's the nurse. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what am I, a doctor? Yeah, doctor. Uh, 157, look at that. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase case photo and video this is robin leach you're listening to a replay of the kimmer show and i don't know why be sure to tune into the kimmer monday through friday noon to three on news radio 1067 kimmer you have something on your chin oh thank you no I... not that one oh, no, wait a minute. the third one down the kimmer <laughs> show on news radio 1067 all right, look out. It's only me, 205. Let's open up these phone lines. We're going to give away tickets to go see Boston at the Verizon Amphitheater a week from Saturday. It'll be there June 13th. Boston, I can't sing. It's just the same old song I'm singing for. Anyway, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. That's our number. And we'll, we're going to ask you a color question. All right, Pete, will decide. What question? A colored question. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not for coloreds. A color question. What shirt? And, and by, oh, shirt color? Okay, color Kimmer's, shirt. Kimmer's shirt color. Pick my shirt color. It's a solid color. And there are a few acceptable answers, uh, which, we, you know, we don't want to be too specific here. But we'll, uh, we'll take away the, the who gets first uh, crack call. By the way, I just, I just told John Boy why cavemen only drag their women around by the hair. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying about that. Uh, 206 here on News Radio 1067. We try to help John Boy, and we'd give him movies to watch and things to do and projects to kind of help with your overall sort of a camera education. All right, Pete, let's start on the phones. What do you think? Here is, uh, let's take call number one. Here's Doug on News Radio 1067. Hi, Doug. Hi, uh, Kimmer. I'm going to say yellow. Oh, sorry. No, you missed. That's not correct. Color of my shirt I'm wearing right now. Or your uh, blouse. <laughs> <laughs> my man blouse, my top. Yeah, my top. Remember that brought in that ad from, uh, from on the Sunday magazine and had ad ad for Macy's menswear. Men's tops now on sale, nineteen ninety. Men's tops. We don't wear tops. Jesus, men's tops. Here's Scott on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey, Scott, welcome, sir. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Huh? I'm going to say it's blue. No, sir. Sorry. That could have been one of many shades of blue, too, but that was not it. Here is Kenneth on News Radio 1067. Hi, Kenneth. Welcome. Hey, uh, it's a lacy gray shirt. <laughs> With little white piping. No. Uh, here's Eddie on News Radio 1067. Hi, Eddie. Welcome. How you doing, Cameron? Uh, that shirt is brown. No, sir. Now you're, we're narrowing down it, but now here's Mike on News Radio 1067. Hi, Mike. Welcome. Hey, how you doing, Kim? We're going to yes. go with black. I'm sorry? Black. Uh, black. Black, no, sir. Another good guess, but that's not it. And here's Debbie on News Radio 1067. Hi, Debbie. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Pick a color of my shirt that I'm wearing right now. How about white? 
No, ma'am. Sorry. Another good wow. guess. Uh, here's Joel on News Radio 1067. Joel, what do you think? Oh, I'm believing it's going to be blue. No, sir. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry. Here's Greg on News Radio 1067. Uh, Greg, what do you think the color of my shirt is right now? Like a pink magenta. <laughs> no. <laughs> and there's Larry, Larry on News Radio 1067. What do you think, Larry? Lavender. Uh, no, no. Uh, we'll put him on hold. Put him on hold. Uh, it's a pasta. Here's Chuck on News Radio 1067. Chuck, what are you guessing? I think you're wearing a pink shirt. Nope. Sorry, that's not it. Man, I didn't think this would be that hard. Well, uh, let's take let's take one or two more, and then, and then we'll see about Larry. Oh, here's Mark. Uh, oh, is he got? Yeah, here's. Let's try Mark on News Radio 1067. Hi, Mark. Hey, what's up? How you doing? You can pick a color of my shirt, sir. Red. No, sir. Nope. All right, we'll take. Uh... Ain't no one. Well, what's Kenneth. that? Kenneth. Uh, here's Kenneth on News Radio 1067. Hi, Kenneth. Yeah, it's sort of a purplish looking. There you go. You got it. It's a, it's not really it's not really lavender. It's definitely darker than lavender, but it's a purple or grape or wine color. But but all would have been acceptable. Well done. Congratulations, Kenneth. You get the tickets to go see Boston at the Verizon Amphitheater a week from Saturday on June 13th. Congratulations. Have a good We'll put we'll put you on hold. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no. We, we, tease, we, tease, we tease. We joke. We tease. Uh, 209 here with the camera on News Radio 1067. You're a bastard. You have no soul. No, no. I'm Cambodian. Cambodian. Soulless bastard. I can't believe this story. A Cambodian television show called Fen Chet Ort, which is Like It or Not, uh, had a reality show, this show, Like It or Not, on Mother's Day. <coughs> the producers told a 13-year-old girl who was separated from her mother as a little child <coughs> that she would be reunited on the TV show, on the Cambodian TV show, Like It or Not. And she said she was told her dream to meet her mother would come true. Uh, the little girl named Autumn Allen, 13 years old, had been before on the show as a singer. With tears in her eyes, she told the audience she had not seen her mom since she was a small child after her father brought her to Cambodia. She held me and kissed me and told me she would always love me, Allen said her mother said when they were separated. She said she'd love me forever. Understandable, though, since she thought she'd see her mother again. She was very emotional on stage. And then... In the video on the show, the host announced that a special guest, Choop Rolin, a judge on the show, emerged in a white dress, a blonde wig, and a purple bow, and the audience started laughing. Then they seemed to be quiet when they realized it was a prank. It was a joke. She would not be reunited with her long-lost mother. It was a guy fooling around just teasing her. And then she, this little 13-year-old girl stayed on the stage for 10 minutes as the hosts teased her for thinking she would actually be reunited with her mother. <laughs> One host asked, what are you thinking? Did you think it was real? Oh my God. What? Yeah. Laughing at her, berating her, teasing her for believing that she was actually going to see her mother. Well, you think that was real? <laughs> 13-year-old girl on television. Oh, my God. I mean that that's just you you can't do that. I mean that isn't that child cruelty or something? Isn't that like a yeah. it's got to be a crime or something? All cultures are the same. Oh, yeah, it's all just an activist, individual activism, you know. Oh man, would wouldn't you just absolutely bam. Yeah. Golly.
And then let's wash our mouths out with this, shall we? An advocate for the disabled named Stella Palakarova has a great idea for people who are stuck in wheelchairs, those who are handicapped and can't get around very well. So she is hosting the first orgy for the disabled. The deliciously disabled sex night will take place in a theater in the Canadian city of Toronto. They have a capacity of 125 people. It costs 20 bucks to get in. Caretakers get in for free, and there'll be an interpreter for the deaf people in their wheelchairs. And uh, she said, this lady who's uh, helping the disabled says she got fed up with people, assuming there must be something wrong with her because she's in a wheelchair and she had spinal atrophy. But she says, I'm normal. I need sex like anybody else. So she's actually hosting an orgy for people in wheelchairs in Toronto. <laughs> hey, pumping fountain. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> it's 212. Well, it was this or the Vespas. It's not my fault Italy's so gay. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Rodney. And this <laughs> Rodney. portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Kate Moss. Kate Moss. Hey, you know what you call Kate Moss with a swollen toe? What's that? A for? seven iron. Oh! <laughs> a seven iron. Move it along, all right? And now here's your host, uh, Kimmer. Thank you so much, Rodney. It's only me. We'll have a little Rodney uh, news break line for you here shortly. First couple of uh, sports note birthdays. Manager player Bill Verdon is 84. Retired all-star Dave Parker, 64. And Dick Vitale, baby, 76 today. But now, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Verdon Parker, former Pirates guy. That's right. Manager and yep. player. And uh, Dave Parker was back when they had, we are family. I think he was one of the, with Stargell and those boys. Though. Cocaine and all yep. that. Oh, stuff. yeah, all the cokeheads. He had a great arm, though. Yeah. By the way, just think about this. Yeah. It's about 220. Yeah. Somewhere in this city right now, yeah. Keith Richards is waking up. <laughs> and, we hope. And or coming out of his coma, either way would be proper. Right? His coffin. He has to feed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Stay off the streets <laughs> until the concert tonight, would you? <laughs> Meanwhile, curse? What curse? There's no sports curse on this city. No, no. So what if Dan Uglu couldn't hit Jack squad here because back to smack a three-run game-winning homer well, for the Nash? sure. So what if B.J. Upton scores the tying run last night? Justin Upton, the winning run. Yeah. And Craig Kimbrell gets his... 200 save yeah. and the Braves bullpen blows another game yeah. they lose five to three in extra innings yeah that's four against us that's and no curse you know anyone got the phone number of chief nakahoma <laughs> maybe bringing a billy goat or something it's time for <laughs> great moments in managerial history <laughs> okay shelby miller your ace is on the mound and a pitching a gym through seven innings and he's only thrown 94 pitches oh i love it you're freddie gonzalez yeah. do you a leave him in to finish b leave him in and see if he's got anything left for the eighth or C, pull him and put in Jim Ethanol Johnson and watch the worst pin in the National League dump another game. Uh, B. Uh, well, he picked C, and he was wrong. Cody Martin got the loss. Same two teams tonight, Mike Fultonavich for us, Randy Jones for San Diego, the old sinker baller. Uh, old sinker baller. I'm just kidding. It's really James Shields, ah. who's only 7-0. and Oh, my. Yeah. St. Louis or Colorado tonight as Michael waka, waka. on the mound for the Cardinals. And now your Women's World Cup update. All right, sir. The U.S. women outlasted the plucky Australian baby-eating dingoes yesterday. <laughs> Ironically, a dingo ran out onto the pitch, delaying the game. Are you as, serious? As An actual dingo? No, they're a not. A dingo ate your baby. <laughs> Although the Australians did pull the hidden pouch trick, which they're known oh, for. Oh, they're known for that. Let's see. What else we got? We got Sweden coming up on Friday for the U.S. team. All right, sir. Yesterday, the Swedish frost giantesses tied the Nigerian child-stealing <laughs> bank transfers. <laughs> Nigerian banks. Uh, the Cameroon... 
I can't make fun of Cameroon because I don't know anything about Cameroon. Well, I don't. Know. Uh, they shut out the Ecuadorian coffee pillaging Inca scum <laughs> six nothing, and the Japanese noodle slurping suicide enthusiasts <laughs> blink the Swiss Miss neutral Nazis one nothing, <laughs> one nil. Nil. Uh, one girl from Switzerland is named Laura. Laura. Laura Dickenman. All right, sir. But when you pronounce it, one in Switzerland, it comes out a little diggly man with the Lord in the fan of her in the The French frying garlic garglers right now are taking on the limey lipstick lesbians of England. It's 1 nil in the second half of that game. Uh, France is winning that France, one. France, right? yeah, but the French goalie is named Nong. No. Nonchalance. Nonchalance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Spanish tortilla trollops play the Costa Rican cantaloupe carriers <laughs> later. Uh, the Colombian cartel cuties uh, against the Mexican mariachi muppets. And the Brazil nuts are taking on the South Korean kimchi chokeouts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Pete. <laughs> 223, and it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844. Can I score? Uh, nobody scored. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, somebody almost scored. Let's run on our knees and take off our shirt. Yay! <laughs> Oh, I hurt my ankle. I hurt my ankle. Uh, two twenty. How about a newsbreak line? Let's see if there's any old newsbreak line. Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Rodney calling for crying out loud. Are you kidding? It's tough, I'm telling Rodney, you. Rodney, how you doing? What's well, tough, I man? tell you, I'm all right now, but last week it was in rough shape. Well, what you know? do you mean, Rodney? Now, last week I told my doctor, I said, Doc, every day I wake up, I look in the mirror, I want to throw up. What's wrong with me? He said, I don't know, but your eyesight is perfect. <laughs> Very dumb, you kidding? Perfect. Yeah, my dog found out we look alike. He killed himself. Right? I'm ugly guy. Oh, not attractive. No. Stuck my head out the window. I got arrested for mooning. It's very tough. <laughs> Yeah, this woman, Patty Ann, whatever her name is. Cassidy uh, or some stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, tried to kill herself by driving the wrong way down Georgia 400 on <laughs> yeah. a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Would it make more sense to drive the right way down Bankhead Highway at night? <laughs> I mean, that way you'd be the only one getting taken out. Are you kidding? <laughs> Bankhead Highway, it's getting worse over there. It's worse over there? Yeah, last night they had a drive-by stabbing. It's very tough. It's <laughs> a tough crowd. Tough over neighborhood over there, Bankhead. You see guys bowling overhead. It's very tough. You know? <laughs> Hey, the good news on the whole the whole crash and everything. Yeah, yeah. This time Kelly from B ninety eight point five was able to avoid the wrong way driver, so that's a good thing. Oh, hey, it's my buddy over there. I want to go over there. It's my buddy. Hey, Swanson. Swanson. That's right. I never can remember the guy's name that drove my boat. Thank you. Hey, the survey: forty six percent of married women think of somebody else during sex. Oh yeah, wow. Which makes sense in the case of the fantasy goddess, since it was normally with somebody else. <laughs> no, no, that's a really. I mean, why try to conjure up an image of the Kimmer when you're looking right at Shannon's shop? And let me put it this way. Let me put it that way. Thank you. Hey, actor Matthew Broderick, did you see this, Kimmer? No. He's one of the first people to sign up for the $100,000 stud fee for American Pharaoh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Jessica Parker always wanted a baby sister. (laughs) Don't get ahead of me here, all right? Why the long face? I don't know. Yeah, I just said that. Big news, big news. Denny Hastert is writing his memoirs. His memoirs? Denny, the yeah, they're saying speaker? it could be a real page-turner. Hey, say what you will about Denny Hastert, though. Yeah. The guy was a real friend of the coal industry, you know? A friend of the coal industry? I heard he'd do anything for a miner. <laughs> <laughs> what a crowd, boy. What a crowd. Thank you, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look out. It's only me. 226. More news break lines coming up. Sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Doctor. Thank you. All right. <laughs> turning on me. They're turning on me. By the way, the police chief in uh, McKinney, Texas, has now come out with a statement. Apparently, the uh, the crowd has been calling for the resignation of that police officer involved with a teenage girl. And the police chief says he's sick and tired of people calling the cops names. You're a cop, a flatfoot, a bull, a dick, John Law. You're the fuzz, the heat, your poison, your trouble, your bad news. They call you everything. But never a policeman. 227 on News Radio 1067. This is Donald Trump. And you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. It's great. It's huge. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I mean, to hell with The Kimmer. You don't want to miss a call from me. This is Regis Philbin, and this portion <laughs> of The Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who listens to the Steve McCoy Morning Show? <laughs> that prize closet is unbelievable. He's out of control. And now, here's your host for the time being, Kim Peterson. Is that your final answer? <laughs> 235, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Don't forget, you can go to our podcast, newsradio1067.com, and uh, check on the old Kimmer Kalabanga Dinger. And you can listen uh, to any of our shows we've done from the beginning of the year, with a couple of rare exceptions. Sponsored by Showcase Photo and Video, our gang at Showcase. Good folks. Been there many, many times. Had a nice little public appearance there not long ago. At 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. John Boyd, do you know the name uh, Senator Joseph McCarthy? Yeah, that does sound familiar. The McCarthy hearings? Right, yeah. Well, it was on this day, 1954, the Senate Army hearings, Army Special Counsel Joseph Welsh famously berated Senator Joseph McCarthy, Republican idiot from Wisconsin, asking McCarthy was on a witch hunt, claiming there were thousands of communists working in the State Department, and he was on a, he was on a red witch hunt. And this Army Special Counsel asked him, quote, Have you no sense of decency, sir? At long last, have you left no sense of decency? And Edward R. Murrow also blasted him on a See It Now program, and that was basically the end of Senator Joseph McCarthy. They finally, somebody stood up and said, wait a minute, you know, you got this all wrong. And uh, it was a very tough time in our city, our he nation's was history. kind of right. He, well, well, he was right. There were some, the red, a lot of Reds. In, on the other hand, it wasn't like the uh, Soviets and the Russians had taken over. But he, there were some in there. I mean, remember the Alger Hiss case and Nixon became famous because of his spy activity stuff anyway. Was that around the time they were asking people, have you or have you? Yeah, ever been a member of the Communist yeah. Party? And all the writers in Hollywood, remember the blacklist in Hollywood? The writers yeah. and producers, directors, actors who were asked, have you ever had? And they couldn't get jobs for years, years and years and years. All right, 844-404-1067. got a newsmaker line coming up here in a second, sponsored by the uh, Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, uh, more comment about the Texas cops and the pool party. Uh, there's one woman who did not want to give her full name, saying, I want everybody to know the cop was completely in the right with everyone else. They were completely in the right and protecting everyone. He was not out of line. I completely support him drawing his weapon or whatever it was he pulled out because he was attacked from behind. She said, I think he deserves a medal. Well, Britt Hume had some interesting thoughts on what happened down there. I think, to some extent, this ability, this willingness of these of people to resist police commands and disobey police orders uh, has been encouraged by some of what we've seen, um, by the portrayal of people who get in trouble with the police as victims, uh, by the portrayal of police as racists, by the attitudes shown by people ranging from Al Sharpton to President Obama himself, 
toward the police. Uh, that's uh, that's a Brit Hume. We're trying to decide what's going on at the uh, it was a press the press briefing room yeah. that they evacuated, and now maybe the whole, not the whole Capitol, but another building. Maybe do I hear that? What the people are on the West Lawn right now gathered outside. I think it was. Uh, I, I saw some script on the bottom. There was some kind of a phone threat, perhaps, or some kind of a threat. Uh, although you know, I was just telling Pete they're coming back in. They're coming back in now. I never, ever, ever talk about bomb threats. I never cover bomb threats. I don't talk about bomb threats. Because it's so easy for some to say, oh, there's an idea, and bomb threat, and boom, everybody has to. And, you know, one phone call, and everybody has to evacuate. It's just, so I, I don't ever talk about it. They're coming back in. Everything's fine, I guess. It was some kind of a threat, but we were going to try to go there live, and, but, I don't think, but I don't think we should. I think, that's, I think you've made the right decision. I think we'll just keep you posted. Anyway, uh, it's only the camera eight for what? <laughs> I just told your, the boss. Yeah. That I, oh, he did the right thing. Yeah. Keep moving. Uh, don't come in here again. Well, I got a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> Noon to three. Keep the hell out of here. <laughs> you can listen all you want. As long as you keep moving. <laughs> Iron Mike, <laughs> 239. Anyway, it's only on News Radio 1067. <laughs> How about a newsbreaker line? It's either. Good afternoon. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if we shoot out the golfers, you know, they'll lock me up and throw away the key there. Golfers, you Greek golfers, not golfers. <laughs> it's just Sandy. That was pretty good there. Hey, Carl the Greenskeeper. How's it going, Carl? Well, you know, I mean, people think I'm an idiot because I mow lawns and stuff, but I have an opinion on this whole McKinney-Texas situation. Oh, yes, now. sir. Love to hear I it. I agree with uh, Stanley. You know, that cop out there, he handled the whole situation at the pool party wrong, in my opinion. Did, did, did he really? I mean, if... If the cop had wanted the crowd to disperse, all he had to do was throw a baby Ruth par in the pool. It always works for me, you know? <laughs> I must say I found that video somewhat shocking, though. Did your video video shock? They were there to swim? I mean, that was kind of unusual. I think they proved that black people can swim sometimes. I oh, come on. I was just going to try to do a quickie. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> Do you hang Damn up? You. <laughs> there he is. Patty Ann Cressidy, you know, who yeah. tried to kill herself by driving yeah. the wrong way down Georgia 400. Yeah, wrong Patty Ann, yeah. I mean, wouldn't a midnight stroll through underground Atlanta have been just ineffective <laughs> and not endangered other people? I mean, That's right. couldn't she have accomplished the same thing with a Twilight shopping spree over there at Atlantic Station? I mean, what was she thinking? <laughs> it's easier for everybody. Well, next week, uh, Martin Keimer will try to defend his U.S. Open title. Oh, and golfing. Martin says the golfer that worries him the most is uh, Jordan Spieth, so I called him up, and I said, Hey there, Martin, if uh, Jordan bothers you, I'll take care of him. And what you got to do is uh, cut the hamstring <laughs> on the back of his right leg. He'll never play golf again. <laughs> you know, because all of his weight displacement goes back, and he'll push everything off to the right. He's pushing everything. <laughs> Quit the game. Quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brittany Griner, I heard that uh, at press conference. She yeah. seemed a little lost on why she asked for an annulment from Gloria Johnson. She there. seemed guess, lost, did she? Yeah. yeah, I guess she couldn't put her finger on it. You know, isolate <laughs> the, the reason, reason for, for the split. The I mean, the separation. Well, the separation uh, of the, of the yeah, two I mean, girls. I guess after all the arguments, fighting, and back and forth, she was just kind of bush. So she just said just that really was really amateurish. Sure. <laughs> Where's my thesaurus? <laughs> no, apparently, a, a wide canyon had evolved between them over the Well, they time, certainly you know. didn't agree with each other on everything. Yeah, you know, think people think I'm an idiot because I'm all on. I know a lot of big words. <laughs> Manganese. <laughs> Not people don't know what that is. <laughs> Nitrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Maybe much. they weren't there to swim. I still not sure about that one. <laughs>
Look out, only me, 242. Yeah, Brittany Griner, the uh, women's basketball star, wants her marriage to Glory Johnson annulled. She found out that Glory apparently got knocked up by somebody. And uh, Brittany said uh, she just she knew it was wrong. She shouldn't have got married in the first place. I, I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? <laughs> 242 on News Radio 106.7. Blood pressure. I'll be honest. It's not great. I'm talking about his. Uh. Me too. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Uh, got Hi, this is Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Kirk. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought yes, to you sir. by Barack Obama. Oh. Only 18 months till he's out of a job. Yes, sir. You know, like all of his supporters. <laughs> you deadbeats make me sick. Easy, sir. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Give me five, give me double Yeah. Here's Boys to Men with I Love You Baby right here. <laughs> 250 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. I got Newsbreaker Lines coming up here in a second for you. In case you missed it. Uh, but also, sure, we haven't talked about much uh, about the economy, and we don't because, frankly, it's pretty boring unless you know you're getting screwed. And by the way, whenever they come out with job figures, don't even think about there's any kind of accuracy involved with these job figures. Job figures only mean, and when people are, you know, a guy who made $87,000 a year working Monday through Friday is now working four jobs seven days a week, working at the Piggly Wiggly for $12 an hour, but he's back to work, so that counts. That's not, that's not it. That doesn't really work. But uh, here's what happened with the Disney Corporation. They had their most profitable profitable year ever. Disney Corporation, the Magic Kingdom, profits $7.5 billion, 22% higher than the previous year. Stock price is up 150% in the last three years at Disney. Bob Iger, the CEO, made $46 million last year. Disney prides itself on its delighting customers. A recipe, it says, includes putting employees first. They create a culture where going the extra mile for customers comes naturally. In fact, uh, they don't call their workers workers. They call them cast members. Well, guess what? The New York Times has just detailed a major report showing how Disney and Iger forced hundreds of his workers, his family workers, to train their own replacements before he laid them off. And the people he laid off were full-time workers. He replaced them, the people they trained, with temporary foreign workers on a guest worker visa. The H-1B guest workers are cheaper than American workers, don't have much bargaining power. The business model is destroying the livelihoods and dignity of tens of thousands of America's workers borne by the American taxpayers for foregoing tax revenue and more social services for all those newly unemployed Disney workers. And the profits are $7.5 billion by laying off the American full-time workers and replacing them with these guest workers on a special foreign temporary visa. And you know what? You can't blame the company for trying to make profits. It's when, when you have tax policies like America has, you're trying to punish companies. The more they make, the more you want to take. This is what they do. I mean, it's horrible. It's disgusting. But you can't blame them. They're trying to make money. I mean, it, I mean, I do blame him, but still, I mean, I understand it. It's really, it's pathetic, but it's, it's this typical, you know, that's why companies go overseas. It's taxes. Oh, well, all right, 250. How about a newsbreaker line? Let's use on the, uh, uh Charlotte, the newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. Who is 
Hey, it's Charlton Heston. You know, Mr. Heston, well, I was thinking. Yes. Uh, what was I thinking? Oh, yeah, well, Burl Ellis' second trial is underway. You know, that's yeah. going to present a real challenge to the former DeKalb CEO, Mr. Heston. A real challenge, sir? Well, I mean, how the hell is Burl going to offer jury members more money to throw the case and they can risk, get risk-free tomorrow morning on the Steve McCoy show? You know what I mean? Just by listening, they can be millionaires. I know. It's awfully nice of Steve to skip a prize break this morning so Michael Graham can get first-class tickets to D.C. plus a week at the Mayflower Hotel at the station's expense. Well, Kimmer got his God-blessed Barry Manilow tickets full <laughs> Hey, folks, here's a guy who knows where his bread is buttered. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, Drew Peterson was really angry with those Brookwood High School students, Mr. Uh, who, Heston. Who, who pulled that prank? Why was uh, Drew Peterson, Master? He said, what a perfectly good waste of duct tape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Designed to silence victims, damn you. It's a real he reason it for it. roadway wasted. <laughs> See, these are all known as jokes. These are... <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he didn't do himself any favors in court today, Mr. Oh, Heston. well, what happened? I didn't hear Oh, when the, de- the DA gave a detailed description to, of Denny Hastert's abuse of a young male wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Denny said, would you mind repeating that for old time's sake? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the last thing. Happy memories. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now it's time for a visitor from the East. Yes. The amazing yeah. Charnack the Magnificent. Charnack the Magnificent, sir. The answer is Butch Harmon and a Las Vegas stripper. Butch Harmon and a Las Vegas stripper. Name two people who could straighten Tiger out. <laughs> <laughs> you know his golf swing. It's a golf swing. A sippy cup. A sippy cup. What does Hope Solo's nephew use after a broken jaw? <laughs> <laughs> the Kimmer Show and Global Warming. The Kimmer Show and Global Warming. Name two things you can't prove actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the sales department. Well, I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, yes. the last time. Oh, that, that's that guy. Thank you. May your only son get a cactus in trouble. <laughs> Ow. The answer is missed it by that much. Missed it by that much. What did Lindsey Vaughn say to Tiger Woods? <laughs> I'm not sure what this would mean. I don't oh. even really know what that. He did come away with a broken tooth. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much. He missed one by how he much? Missed him by that much. Just <laughs> that much. Thank you so much. <laughs> You thought the woman on Georgia 400 was going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Call the Kimmer after the show for an explanation. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Look out. It's respectability time. It's the news, people. Hey, have a great uh, rest of the day. We'll see you again tomorrow on the News Radio 106. Oh, my eyelashes fell off. Where did my eyelash? This is Walter White, and you've made it to the end of another Kim Peterson show. Either that, or you scan past all the bad parts, which is pretty much the whole program because it sucks. If you have no life, listen to The Kimmer, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067.
The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.